Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't quite ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Jason, I know every time we do this, I say this is the least prepared I've ever been, but this is literally the least I've ever been prepared for an episode of Kick-Ons. Do you know what I know you say every time? What? Welcome to Kick-Ons, <laughs> the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. And I think it would be really fun if our listeners yes. um, did could like repeat the cadence of that, because I feel like it's the same every single time and it's very impressive. Yeah, I'm just going to say, do you think people think that's recorded? Pre-recorded? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But sometimes when I'm excited, I'm like, for people who want just a little mouth. Oh, you do meow sometimes. <laughs> you're, you've got the, uh, oh my God, and it's shocking because you're wearing a cat top yeah. right now, but you do have pussy energy. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Have you been told that Feeling before? fearless. Brave and true. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's your cats. Oh. <laughs> I love Cats, the musical. Same, so much. Have we talked about, or we should probably, um, we're going to get a Cats, the movie expert on soon. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and, and a cat on Mittens, if you're yeah. listening. Oh, Mittens. Oh, yeah. I have actually been legitimately thinking, like, should we reach out to Mittens' owner? Yes, we should. Because not in Wellington, Mittens is a famous cat who, like, roams the city. And if you see him... You may see him. <laughs> okay, so the other day I was washing a client's hair, um, and she was like to me, oh my God, the weirdest thing happened mm. just before I got here. I was running late because this weird thing happened. This cat was in a parking lot building, and it just jumped into my car, and I couldn't get it out because I'm allergic to cats, and it would not leave, and it like settled in. I was like, oh my God, that's Mittens. She was like, it was big and orange and fluffy. I was like, oh my God, that's Mittens. She was like, Mittens, who is Mittens? I was trying to get it out. And I was like, you don't know who Mittens is. You've been blessed with seven years of good luck. Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah, that was her um, name. Becky. Becky. Um, she had no idea who Mittens was. And I now she's been blessed. How, she wasn't even living in Wellington until the other day when she learned who Mittens I've was. I've been lucky enough since I moved to Wellington to have been blessed with Mittens company several times. Well, you were the one who told me about Mittens. I think. And I don't want to, like, um, <laughs> like confirm this or not. Yeah. But I feel like... I helped make Mittens the Mittens he is today. Why? Because Mittens, once at a salon I was working at, Dragonfly on Guzney Street, shout out, Um, Mittens rocked in the door, uh, hopped up where we keep the shampoos, was like in the basins, coming to hang out with me. And I took a photo of it and posted it on Facebook Vic Deals and was like, guys, whose cat is this? I'm, like, worried about it, but also I'm in love. Yeah. And it went 
viral blew up my phone would not stop beeping being yeah. like that's mittens it's mittens it's mittens it's mittens oh my god it's mittens and then after that a facebook page became dedicated to mittens <laughs> are um, you sure the facebook page didn't already exist well <laughs> how would i know and then um then mittens got a collar that said like oh, do not take me to the spca i am mittens <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like honorary exemption from the SPCA. If anyone in Wellington ever sees Middens, it's uh, he's you know, majestic. Like, yeah, yeah. He's not a Gumby cat at all. I have a Gumby <laughs> cat, uh, and he like you feel starstruck you when do, you see him. You do. I remember that day we saw him up um, on the top where we used to park. Yeah, and it was incredible. Like I didn't want to keep going. I just wanted to stay. And day. remember that day when we saw Midden's the paparazzi was following him <laughs> as well. Yeah, totally. There's also a Midden's exhibition on at the Wellington Museum that we need to go. To. Yeah, you can get Midden's merch at the moment. I want it. Yeah, Midden's X kick-ons would be so good. So maybe we should reach out to Midden's owner. Yeah, I reckon. Okay, next time we see Midden's. We take its collar and then we'll be, have the phone number. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Yeah. Leave Middens is a boy cat or just a cat. Just a cat. Leave them to roam in peace while we take their collar. Yeah. So. How are you, by the way? Oh my god, I'm amazing. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm oh, so you good. I am oh. amazing. I. You've just done. I just got my first ever tattoo. Yeah. Which is for those of you who know, like I've got a deep fear inside me of being an old man with just an old man's skin <laughs> body, you know, just a, and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm saggy and I'm old <laughs> and it's just my bare naked old saggy skin. And I don't want that for myself. So I'm going to cover my whole body in tattoos. Yeah. To, so that's the end goal. My whole body gets covered yeah, in tattoos. Because yeah. Because you don't want to see yourself as saggy and old. Yeah. Exactly. So I started that journey today. Amazing. Yeah, just one month out from my 28th, 9th birthday. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. So the tattoo is, it's currently got glad wrap on it. I would say the pain was maybe a three mm. out of 10. Mm. Not very painful at all. Some bits were a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Now it feels like I've had some really bad sunburn. So just a little bit uncomfortable but i get to take off the glad wrap in an hour and i'm going to wash it and i'm going to really look at it for the first time yeah so tell the listeners what you got i got something timeless i think (laughs) classic yeah Yeah. 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 will age with my sagging body i got three emojis yes um on my thigh a unicorn emoji a heart emoji, the heart with the two hearts. Yeah, that um, was good. I wasn't expecting that. You, that was actually inspired by you oh. because I said I wasn't sure about the heart and you were like, you should get the two hearts. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, Amazing. and so I messaged my tattoo artist, Steph Marie, who, which is great because Steph Moore, yeah. they went to school together. Primary school together, St. Joseph's Timaru. Yeah, and then I got a little um, dog yeah. emoji, which cute. is so cute. I love the like outline around its eye, and it's all in black and white. Yeah, so basically... Healed, we'll post a photo yeah, on Instagram. That has no meaning behind it, but if I was to give it a meaning, it's just like... My little brother Jake really loves dogs, yeah. and so he's the little dog, and I'm the little unicorn, and the love yeah. heart is the love heart. Oh, cute. Jace loves Jake. Cute. Um, I don't... I saw this meme the other day that was like, stop asking people what their tattoos mean. Like, Mm. they mean nothing. Like, 
I so my first tattoo. So shockingly, I have a tattoo, but and I've had it for about since like 2012. So what's that? Like eight years. Um, and it was just crazy that I got one before Jason, but we, when we lived in Sydney, our friend Jess was over for New Year's and she was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. And she had this like gorgeous, beautiful, um, elephant with like frangipani flowers around it or some sort of beautiful flower. And, um, it was such an experience. Um, and I just got a tiny cross that literally means nothing but like Demi Lovato and like all the cool kids had cross tattoos. Yeah, but it's taken you a while to come around to the realization that your cross tattoo means nothing because didn't you get it? Well, for a while you had a story. I was like, yeah, it's my guardian angel. And then I was like, no, that's not that at all. But the story was more like because we went on New Year's Day or the 2nd of January to get these tattoos and the guy who did it was. Johnny. Such an asshole. Johnny. Shout out. Hey, Johnny, we know you're listening. He was such an asshole that he, he was one of those people that doesn't get off his chair because it's got <laughs> wheels on it. So he well, just he wheels also, around. Also morbidly obese. He was a big boy. And he just had no personality. He hated everything. And he really ruined and elevated the experience. <laughs> Speaking of um, feeling starstruck, one time we saw him in, in a Kmart. Yeah. And we were like, do we go up to him? You know, in my mind, in that story, we actually saw Lauren Windsor who is a really famous mm, tattoo yeah if you want to check out some cool tattoos yeah. go to her Instagram page <laughs> which will link she's she's tattooed Miley Cyrus mm. oh my god speaking of great yes. segue Miley Cyrus's new video for Midnight Sky she's dropped a disco uh, track, track. Yeah. yeah very hot right now the disco revival so hot yeah totally so into hot. it yeah um, and she's released a music video, which is very glitzy. Whoever did the, did the styling on that? I think she did all of it herself. Oh, because it looks, it's, it's really amazing. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, so I assume it's self-styled. Yeah, the, I love the song. What do you think? I really like it. I haven't listened to it enough to, like, even be able to tell you how it goes. Yeah. But I did really like it when I listened to it. I also listened to her on the Call Her Daddy podcast, throwback to whenever we talked about that ages ago. What did she talk about? Was it quite horny? Well, no. So I have only ever listened to one other episode, or maybe two, which was when that drama was going down. And then I was like, oh, I saw Miley was going to be on it. So I was like, okay, I'll listen to it. And I think Miley, even though she was super honest, I feel like she was maybe just trying to like not go fully... Yeah, it was interesting. Like, she said some, lots of interesting things about her relationship with Liam. Yeah. Um, she, basically, her first ever sexual experience was with a girl, and she, like, kind of leans more towards girls than guys. Um, she, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Great timing. I guess she's on the, it's different now for celebrities to do the, like, promo trail for their yeah. new albums and stuff. So podcasting is an awesome way to get to know someone, uh, plug your new track, yeah. uh, get to know where you're heading, um, well, all from the comfort what, of your own home. Yeah, that's what she was saying. They literally did record it at her house. And she was like, oh, I haven't really done many of these, but I um, really like it because I don't feel, like, confined to the things and it hit the three beats of what I'm supposed to say on like a late night talk show etc etc yeah and I did also see that she's just done an interview with Zane Lowe so I assume that will be out on the Apple podcast soon okay so hi guys um <laughs> we were just recording out of one microphone instead yeah. of two so Steph's about to sound a lot 
um, more crisp. Yeah. So, Do you think I sound like Phoebe when she sings my stinky shoes? You know, when she yeah, gets like, sick? Yeah, have you been unwell? Yeah, it's just not something I want to talk about publicly because I don't want, like, the rumours to start. Yeah, but of COVID. Yes, I've definitely been unwell. But remember when I was sick? And then I didn't have days off, and now I'm sick again. That's why I'm sick. Because you... I Do you know what? I also think that uh, you are suffering from the little... <laughs> uh, the unspoken illness of burnout. Yeah, absolutely. Millennial burnout, they call it. Do they? Yeah, when, like, people our age just, like, go, 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 Joseph. And... Ah. um. Yeah, just push themselves too far. I definitely am, but we're coming to the other side of it. Um, let's talk about our amazing episode with Chloe Swarbrick. Oh my god, of course. The feedback that we've had is just like so nice. It makes me really excited because we recorded, like we talked about getting Chloe on and then we're like, oh yeah, we, one day when, you know, we, one day when we're big, when we're big. And then now we're big and now we're big yeah yeah so if you were here from the beginning yeah thank you yeah mum yeah yeah (laughs) mum and tom (laughs) um my friend mia was like looked at me she's like you just need to get her on and i was like you're so right like what are we waiting for so we messaged her and it was literally only because we think she's so cool and we just like wanted you guys to hear what we hear when we watch things with her in and I like screamed when we hung up like <laughs> yeah because I just like love her and so many people have been saying that they it's made them think a lot they've been sending it to siblings that they know like might not necessarily be conscious of who they vote for but so and just to give them the option to like listen to something to broaden their horizons people have said to me that they've changed their full thought on what they were going to vote for in the referendum so that's like so cool and i just i love her so much um as you all know so today they've announced that the election will be postponed so for those not in new zealand we are back in a covid world we are in level two in the whole country and level three in auckland um, meaning that there is a cluster that they are trying to trace, etc. So they have delayed the election. So there's even more time now to send that episode of ours with Chloe to people that you know, to encourage them to enroll to vote, to encourage them to take their vote into their own hands. And it's actually so fun when you start like delving a little bit into like educating yourself on politics because yeah. it's not as like scary as you think yeah and that um kind of like for me was very i don't feel like i've i definitely have opinions about things mm. but i don't always feel the need to voice them yeah because i'm i don't want to upset anyone or i'm happy to seem like what chill yeah, yeah i'm happy yeah. to be chill yeah but this year especially has really made me realize that like you can't, you can't be chill anymore because no. it's things are affecting things you. are wrong things yeah. are bad things have we've gone astray in the world yeah and they it doesn't have to be like this absolutely you know? and the fact that and I think it's a that's a privilege thing as well it's just totally. like I have the privilege to be able to like think oh yeah I do 
I do believe in this cause, but I don't have to talk about it because it doesn't, it's not going to affect yeah. me either way. But now I'm like, no, you Because there are other it. people who don't have the privilege. Bigger than me. me. Absolutely. Like, I was talking today about masks because even, like, having a mask right now is a privilege. Being able to buy one that's, like, cute and been made that you can wash and all that kind of stuff, that's a privilege. Some people, like, don't have expendable income to go and to be able to go and buy masks or they can't find them all that kind of stuff so it's also about kind of fighting for the underdogs and you know all that kind of stuff yeah i yeah it's crazy it's wild that we are where we are right now and the fact that i can't remember the figure but like 18 to 34 year olds are the largest number not enrolled to vote and actually we are the people who's lives this will affect like policies that they bring in now will help our parents and all that kind of stuff but it could have the most sort of longest lasting impact negative or positive on us and like our children see them bunny quotations yeah um so yeah and look i just went home over the weekend and the one thing like home to hawks bay for 200 yeah yeah um and the big takeaway I got from it was there are too many kids here. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you should yeah. go to Parrot Dog on a Sunday. Honestly. Oh, yeah. there's so many kids there. I think um, Chloe Swarbrick really takes me into my life at the party this oh, week. Oh, yes. So uh, about a year ago, or maybe even two years, yeah. I read something that truly changed the way I um, think. <gasps> Yes. Um, it was a book called The Secret. Yes. Uh, I don't know if anyone's read it or heard of it, but it's basically some of it's garbage <laughs> and some of it was uh, so eye-opening. It was basically um, the power of positive thinking and the power of um, the, the law of attraction. Yes. Is to, of simple terms. And the law of attraction is if you believe it enough – You've already got it. Yes. And so something like Chloe Swarbrick, yeah. who we were talking about incessantly, nonstop. And months, yeah, yeah, yeah. And putting her on the dream list. Yeah. It's like, fuck the dream list. The list is the list. So for listeners at home, I yeah. just want you to, if you want to read The Secret, oh, there's a movie as well, but I couldn't watch the movie. It's so camp. It's too much. <laughs> but the book's really good. And if you're feeling a little lost and like you want something positive or you need to retrain your brain, yeah. um, The Secret is something that really restarted my my life. Well, see, it's funny to me and like we don't need to really get into it, but it's funny to, it's interesting to me that you, um, read the secret and you feel that way and then religion confused like you feel strangely about religion because i think that don't you organize religion but don't you think it's kind of the same like just as an interesting way to think like it's all people reading something and believing it and i guess is it because there's results that you can see in the secret no i don't believe i think it's because the secret uh for me what i got out of it was Mm. that being grateful and being positive and um, bringing and believing in yourself and seeing things, seeing the bigger picture and going for what you want for it. And you, you can achieve it. You can do anything is a lot different than um, blindly following, blindly following um, something, especially within the the Bible and picking and choosing 
um, whether you think homosexuality is okay um, over whether you think eating shellfish is okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you not think that you were, like, super positive and living your life like that before? Yes, I do. But I think that I can focus it now. Yeah. To... So that I can oh. achieve my goals faster. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. What are you currently working on? Uh, I'm thinking of starting a cult. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, and this has really been brought on by a friend of the pod, Shea, who you'll remember from the folklore, folklore episode. Deep dive. Yeah. Um, she... She's been all over tiny houses. Oh, yes. All over. So I've become all over tiny houses. And there's the show on Netflix that's called, like, Be Mortgage Free. Yeah. Um, live Your Life Mortgage Free. Yeah, Live Your Life Mortgage Free, yeah. which is an English show. And it just goes around um, pretty much young couples and how they got to live mortgage-free in yeah. unconventional ways. Yeah. Um, because let me tell you, I am sick of paying rent <laughs> every week every week i've got to pay it every yeah. single week and they can message you your landlord can message you <laughs> and tell you you could be up for eviction because you put some tan stains on the carpet so that really grinded my gears anyway so i'm thinking about starting a cult of um mm. a tiny house commune where we all have a little home together yeah and kick-ons commune kick-ons commune yeah hey yeah so if you're keen, sign up at our website. <laughs> yeah, at our website, which we don't currently have, but it's, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about I'm manifesting a myself commune. a cult commune. Wow. Tiny houses. Yeah. They're all really beautiful. They are. Yeah. Maybe the block should be tiny houses <gasps> next year because Yes. It's the way of the future. Imagine they could all win four hundred dollars. <laughs> is that how much I ask? Nah, but you like oh. once you sell it, the profit of it oh, will be so little because yeah. they're so cheap to do. There's one. There's a um show on YouTube that Shay has been telling me to watch called I think it's called Tiny Houses with Bryce, someone. Anyway, we'll put it in, link it in the show notes. And they go around. He goes around the world and looks at people's tiny houses. It goes delves into how much it costs them, space saving ideas, storage, whatever, yeah. and like. The awesome ones, you know, like the best ones still only cost like a hundred thousand max, absolute max. <laughs> like, Amazing. No more avocado on toast for you. My mum just gave me half an avocado for free. So I think I'll have avocado on toast for breakfast tomorrow and still manifest myself a tiny home commune. Tiny home. <laughs> a tiny home commune. Yes. Yeah. Um, What's your life of the party? My life of the party uh, is a series online called Bad News with Alice Sneddon, who's a New Zealand comedian. She's done it with Radio New Zealand and the spin-off. It's like a quick 13-minute tw- show, um, and it each episode tackles like a different topic. So the first two topics, one was... Uh, the first topic I saw... Was migrant sex workers. Yes. Oh, and the second one was on turfs. Yeah. So she basically goes to organizations and like chats to them about the issue at hand. And it's like a literal 13 minute documentary. We will lock them, uh, link them as well. It was, they're both so interesting. I feel like the migrant sex workers one was really eye opening because um, sex work was decriminalized in New Zealand in like, I think it was 2003. 
um, for anyone who's a New Zealand citizen or resident, but not for anyone on a working visa. Yeah. And, and the sole effort in uh, the people that made the legislation's mind to stop sex trafficking. Yeah, um, and it was a last-minute addition to the legislation yeah, before they passed which it. Which potentially, at the time, like, what, in 2004? Yeah. It got them over the line yeah, to yeah. get this bill passed. Yeah. And they started compromising things. Yeah. even in the documentary, they say that they weren't happy with um, with that amendment being no. put in. Um, and so these women they can they can be taken advantage yeah, of now it's really awful because... if people like cotton on to the fact that and, they're not residents yeah and, uh, yeah it's crazy so alice and, and men and anyone else who yeah was yeah totally yeah. these are just um so alice is a comedian she's hilarious you'll probably recognize her but she also like did a law degree and so she's and was like, uh, I think she was admitted to the bar, like an actual lawyer. I did see a photo of her wearing the, the, thing. the wig. Yeah, so I think it's interesting because she is hilarious, but she also, like, has all the knowledge. The way she's talking, you can tell she's really, like, absorbing what they're saying yeah. and can have those conversations back with the, um, well, in some people, they are the experts. Yeah. The funniest part of it all was the guy that she was talking to, the, um, the MP, who... Or oh, the minister, yeah. yeah who he she was, was there for the passing the, of the legislation, was he? Or no, it was before his time. No, he's the one who recently got stood down or because he was his affair with an inappropriate like work affair uh... got brought to light. But that was obviously filmed before, so yeah, it was all just a bit low. So you can watch that on the spin off uh yeah. on dot co dot nz. You can See also someone who like um watch it on sorry. her Instagram. And on the spinoff, wait, did you say that? Oh, the spinoff Instagram. Yeah. And Alice's, yeah. Alice is someone, like like you were saying, she's like smart and funny. Yeah. And, you know, that's like Chloe. It's the new generation of what does, uh, what does intelligent look like? Yeah. Intelligent doesn't look like um, a suit. Yeah. Anymore. A white man. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to, you don't have to look a certain way. You can, you can. Uh, you can be a comedian and yeah. you can still ha- have, be passionate and know what you're saying. Yeah, there is no one Yeah, box. you can be a 24-year-old girl yeah. running for Mia and you can still know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's not – it's changing. Yeah. The world is and changing. And hopefully people not using that as a weapon against them will change too. I think so. I hope so, but sometimes I have no hope. Yeah. <laughs> That was so dumb. <laughs> that goes us straight yeah. into what peaked too soon oh, for you. You should go first. Oh, okay. Well, oh. I can go first. Yeah, go first. Something that's peaked too soon for me, and this is really important to talk about. I'm really passionate about this. Yeah. So the last three times I've attended my local supermarket. <laughs> New World, yeah. New Town. Yeah. They have not had my favourite bottle of wine, McGuigan's Merlot. Yeah. If you, if you it's an Australian it, wine. Yeah, it? it's an Australian wine. Okay. And I've got a dream. Oh, I'm going to start manifesting this right now. That um, one day I take my mum on a holiday to the McGuigan's estate. estate. Do you think they have one? In my mind, they do. Yeah. It must be quite big if they're stocked in New Zealand for $8. $8.99 for a bottle. Yeah. And anyway, it hasn't been the last three times. So today um, I asked 
Uh, my Your best friend from primary school. Yeah, my best friend from who works at New World. Yeah. I said Kelly. Kelly yeah. Pepper. I've I need to chat with you right now. Yeah. The last three times I've been here, McWiggins Merlot has not been here in this fine establishment. Truth, truth. You can um, say that. Yeah. Steph is also panicking that I'm <laughs> um, being a Karen. Well, you know, as someone who works in customer service, it's like... You think I was being polite and, and hilarious? I think so. Okay. Yeah, you were, you were. Great. Yeah. You were. Also, I feel like if I haven't got the Karen cut, like I need more hair over my yeah, face. Yeah, and like a red Yeah, streak. a red streak. Yeah. Um, and so th- I watch the space to see if the mystery gets solved. Anyway, so tonight I'm not drinking... Yeah, how's it going McGuigan's down? Merlot. It's delicious. Yeah. I'm drinking McGuigan's uh, Cab Merlot. Merlot. So that's also a fine drop. The only one I would stay away from, listeners, is, is the, the Shiraz. Shiraz. Yeah. yeah. But McGuigan. you liked it, I thought. I just didn't I'll like drink it. it. I'll then, drink oh. it. But it's definitely no McGuigan's Merlot. So yeah. That, the stocking of shelves. Well, we, there's not much we can do about that, you know? Yeah. You know? You can ask. You can try. Yeah. Um, okay. Something that peaked too soon for me this week is um well we may as well go there go for it covid conspiracy theories so last week there was uh, Auckland moved to level three on was it Tuesday night or Wednesday night maybe Wednesday Wednesday yeah oh and I tell you what that's the worst sleep I've had in a while um and then I love Wellington, okay? I love Wellington. Mittens lives in Wellington. I've got friends from primary school that I run into that are cool. Who tattoo you. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's a great place. It's a great city. But everyone in Wellington knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who works in Parliament. Oh, my and goodness. every second person who walked into my fine establishment last week <laughs> Before the announcement was made on Friday, Friday about what was happening, I heard so many. I heard conspiracy theories that are not like the ones that were awful all over social media about the people who do have it, and that is just like fucked, and we are not here for racism. Fuck all of y'all. But even just people being like, there's going to be an announcement at four today, I've heard. Or, oh, we're going to be in level three. We're going to be in level three. The whole country, Auckland's going to be in four. Chris Parker actually did a really funny um, video about it on um, Instagram. Insta. Oh, and Tom Sainsbury did a really funny one as well. But I'm just sick of it. It's so annoying. Misinformation is just like spreading like wildfire. Yeah, the misinformation in New Zealand is so hectic. And I think for a couple of reasons because we are so small yeah so things travel really and quickly things feel very personal yeah um but it's so bad that the government literally had to do yeah. a press conference just being like guys we are giving you all the information at the time that we have it yeah we're not trying to keep you in the dark and i think that New Zealand has forgotten that we trust our government. Mm. No, we do. We trust it. We, yeah, well, we do. I, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the conspiracies feel very... Um, well, it also doesn't help that the election is coming up because obviously all the opposition wants to do is is find flaws in what the the cabinet is saying yeah and so that hasn't been helpful because 
goddamn Jerry Brownlee getting up and being like, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying it's interesting that, you know, a week ago Jacinda was in a mask factory and Dr. Ashley was getting tested and rah, rah, rah. It's just like, it's not helpful. There are people who are so gullible and susceptible to things they see online. Yeah. And it's the, ex- like, the biggest example of white privilege of white New Zealanders who were not blaming anyone in the first place when it was all like Pakeha people coming back through overseas travel who had it and were, you know, spreading it. And now because it is in the Pacifica community, they are like turning it into something like it's actually disgusting. We didn't have this before. And I just, I just like, I can't, you're all boomers. I hate you all. And these are the same people who, just a few months ago, we're saying we need to open up the borders right now. Yeah, exactly. We need to open the borders. Otherwise, our good friend, the economy, yeah. is going to fall over. It's like, okay, now you're the ones who are like, oh, the borders were done wrong. Blah, blah, blah. It's so like, annoying. Yeah. And also, like, um, Maori and Pacifica communities are the ones who have been coming out and putting themselves forward to be tested the most. So... Oh, just go away. Um, so yeah, that's my peak too soon. Yeah, that's peak um, too soon. So Jason, the most exciting thing about the election being moved, and also the reason we have brought you all here today, is because not only do you have four choices this election, you actually have five, because the New Zealand election. And New Zealand Bird of the Year is now going to be at a very similar time. Jason, please tell the readers what New Zealand Bird of the Year is and how important it is to us. New Zealand Bird of the Year is um, something that New Zealand has every year. Um, I think that Doc has something to do with it, which is the Department of Forest and Bird. Yeah. Forest and Bird New Zealand. Um, They host a competition where New Zealanders and those abroad too... I assume. Yes. Go to birdoftheyear.org.nz and choose their New Zealand Bird of the Year. So this is a competition just for native birds of New Zealand. Yes. So sorry, Sparrow, you will not be involved (laughs) this year. Um, Where New Zealanders choose who their favourite bird is going to be. And past winners, the kereru. Yes. Gorgeous girl, gorgeous bird. Um. Past losers, the Dotterall. <laughs> the Dotterall. The Dotterall. Yeah. After Steph, a strong campaign yeah, through Steph Chris Parker. Gunning for the Dotterall to yeah. win last year, but it yeah. did not win. Well, the one that won last year was the um, the penguin. The Hohoi. Oh, Hohoi. Yeah. yeah was, yellow eyed penguin. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, special ho. mention. It's actually Hoi Ho. <laughs> because, and do you know why I know that? Because Hi. when I was at primary schools, mm-hmm. um, we had four different houses oh. and Kiwi, uh, Kākāpō, Huiho, and Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> the way you just said Kākāpō was gorgeous. Just before our big like campaign launch, I want to shout out Dr. Ashley Bloomfield for his stunning pronunciation of the places Rotorua and Topor, yeah. because the way he says those place names, oh, yeah. squeezes cheeks. That's really nice. It is actually really nice to hear people 
trying their best to use the correct pronunciation absolutely of Maori and Tereo words. Absolutely. Um, so we have invited you all here, not by choice, to launch the official first ever Kick-On's Bird of the Year campaign. Fireworks. So famously we hate birds, but we love <laughs> love native birds to we New Zealand. We love Bird of the Year so much. <laughs> and we love Bird of the Year. And it's, yeah, it, it means so much to us. So we are so excited to tell you all that this year we at Kick-On's HQ are backing the P-Waka Waka Fantail for New Zealand Bird of the Year 2020. <laughs> Oh, and we can have fans yes. with, like, fantail Fans of the fantail. <laughs> fans of the fantail. Yes, we are fans of the fantail officially. <laughs> and you are too. I will tell you three reasons why we will be voting for the fantail. Sahi. Uh, my first reason <laughs> is that during lockdown, the original lockdown, yes. I would go on my daily walk and there was a fantail that I would see every single day and we became friends. Fanny fantail. And now we are, and now I'm friends with a real life fantail and I think that fantail deserves an award. Absolutely. Roar. Roar. My second reason for choosing fantail is that I think no one looks better in brown than a fantail. <laughs> Not anyone can pull off the colour brown, but a fantail can, can. And... Sorry. My final reason for voting for the P-Waka-Waka as your bird of the year is that if it flies into your house, it only brings bad luck. But it's warning you that something bad is about to happen. How kind is that? That's a kind fantail. Fantails are kind. And it's kind of you to vote for the fantail. The P-Waka-Waka is our bird of the year. We are fans of the fantail. So, guys, sign up to Forest of Birds. Am I meant to be a politician? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I was really into that. Sign up. Yeah, go to birdoftheyear.org.nz. You you. can see past winners. The beautiful yellow-eyed penguin is uh, currently the We could see some this weekend in the South Island. Oh, they're there. Yeah. Oh, my God, amazing. Oamaru. Oamaru. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um... Oh, actually, yeah, we should stop on the way down. Um, the If you guys haven't been to the Steampunk Museum in Oamaru, it's fucking cool. I had never been. And there's like a room where you go in and it's like this light installation. Very grammable. Um, the best, well, one of the best things, there's so many good things about Bird of the Year, you, but one of them is that you get five choices. Yes, so... I don't know if you have to vote in order. I can't really remember. No, I think you do rank them. But you also can go to the website and it shows you which birds are in trouble financially. Yeah. Yeah. No, You'll whether find us at the top. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can see that the um, kereru, which is a native pigeon of New Zealand, is in some trouble. Is it? Yeah, That's according to the website. Good. But then you'll see that the... Kotari Kingfisher is doing okay. I love the Kingfisher. I had that on my list last yeah. year. I'm Kingfishers pretty... um are like 
what kookaburras wish they were. Oh, yes, elevated kookaburras and drag. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys. There needs to be a way to make money from Bird of the Year. Like, you should have to pay the enter. Like to help them. Well, you can probably do oh, the, there's donate. A hu- yeah, there's a huge donate now button. Um, will you help to protect our native birds? You can go to birdoftheyear.org.nz to place your vote and to donate. Maybe I should just start donating like $15 a month to a cause. Yeah. I had this talk the um, other day with some people at work about how weird it was when she discovered that some people don't sponsor a child. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm here now. I have never sponsored a child. And she was like, I find that so weird because my whole life, including now my family have sponsored a child and I now sponsor a child and I had my whole life. So how old is this person? Just turned 31. (laughs) Interesting. So, okay. Well, I guess that's like, yeah, where you come from. Like, some people donate to St. John's. Some people donate to the Heart Foundation. Yeah, well, I've, yeah my family never sponsored a child. No, never sponsored Only a child. Only Yeah. Through a cricket. Barely. <laughs> yeah. Barely. And look what that did. Um, so, but in, you can sponsor a bird at uh, Bird of the Year. You can choose. Um, you can. Choose I did the 40 hour famine, though. We should do a deep dive on that one time. Oh, I would love to because I... <laughs> Did the 40-hour famine in the most fucked up way. Really? 100%. Why? Like, it was, like, bad. Like, you were, it was, it, it had eating disorder vibes? No, or, no, no, oh. no. It was just the, the way that I chose to do my famine was not in the brochure. Neither was mine. Oh, oh okay. Well, should we do it then? Yeah. Okay, what was yours? Okay, so me and my friend Livy decided to do the famine together. Mm. And instead of... um famining from food yeah um well as or as well as famining from food so we were only eating barley sugars you didn't drink alcohol wine (laughs) and just juice and we decided that we because you know how some people go and they like sleep over yeah like a big school hall together and everyone's just so hungry together so that's what normally happened at our school but we were like absolutely not we're not hanging out with these people that we have to see all the time anyway yeah not because we want to, yeah. because we have to. Yeah. Oh, imagine um, being stuck overnight with people you didn't want to be with. So we were like, we're going to spend 40 hours in the bath. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so we like put a mattress in a bath. Oh my and God. And sat in that bath for 40 you hours. Didn't get out. No, I got drunk. Whoa. I don't know if we did the full 40 hours though. You mustn't have. Yeah, but we definitely um, sat there for some time. That's and we so could good. leave to pee. We didn't Barley sugars are bar. good. Like, I want to buy some. You should buy you some. You know the coloured ones? They were real good. I was a, an original uh, um, stan of barley sugars. Yeah. I did it a few times and we definitely had a sleepover, but like at Marianne's house, which yeah. is quite nice, as you can imagine. Yeah. And one of them was someone couldn't talk but then i remember there was gossip that like came through on a text and it made the person i think marianne was not talking and she broke her famine because of the gossip but i can't remember what the gossip was and then one was that we were just gonna watch 40 watch movies for 40 hours straight oh yeah my God. yeah it was good yeah. i did it quite a lot actually you so would have yeah well as someone who has their gold duke of edinburgh you know i just had to like really 
do things, be involved, be a leader. Yeah, but what you did not do and what you continue to not do is sponsor a child. So. <laughs> I'm going to sponsor a child. Yeah. Um, we've kind of we've kind of digressed, but let's get to our songs. Let's do the yeah. mantra and then we'll do the the reasoning. Can we do the mantra in um, bird language? Yes, fantail. <laughs> My mine was more cat like. Yeah, it was. Two thousand. <laughs> We've done it. We've done it. We've done it. Um. Okay, so our songs this week. <laughs> I'm like trying to exert a lot of energy to make up. Um, our songs this week are in line with the Kick-Ons campaign to get the P Waka Waka to Bird of the Year 2020. I'll start. Yeah. You're beautiful, that's for sure. It's a song to the P Waka Waka by Nelly Furtado. I'm like a bird. Yes. I'm only fly away. Okay, so you know how on the episodes of Parks and Recreation when they're like, um, they have the song, um, get on your feet, get up and make it happen. Also, if you've ever watched Parks and Recreation, turn this off now. I don't want you to listen to our podcast. And watch it, go watch it. Um, So then, Matt, can you imagine the pee waka waka flying in (laughs) to I'm like a bird? I'm like a bird. But on ice. Uh, it can be all well, nice. nice. Well, that's the joke. De- yeah. The, the funny part of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just uh, saying that the Piwakawaka oh. needs an entrance oh, song. Oh, yeah. You're like beautiful. Yeah. That's like all the people. It's like lights are slowly rising. And the Piwakawaka doesn't come through until like, I'm like yeah. a bird. Flap, I'll only fly away. <laughs> Choreograph. No one choreographs the Piwakawaka like we do at kick-ons. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, dance. Thank you, movement class. <laughs> Thank you, movement class. Okay, and so my song I'd like okay. to add to the playlist yes. is um, a, it's a song that I think is going to be great on the playlist, but also with a slight change in lyrics. <laughs> oh, good. I think it'll be a great campaign song. Okay. We're going to take your piwaka waka out all night. Yeah, we'll show what it's all about. We'll get a... Oh, that's the fan coming on. Jacked up <laughs> So take okay. your mama okay. by okay. the scissors. Okay. So when we were off air talking about the songs that would fit into the campaign for the P Waka Waka, and you said, oh, I've got it, that came to you like you didn't yeah. even have to think. When you grow up, living like a good bird on it. <laughs> it's an instant classic. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. So we're gonna add those songs to the playlist, which I we understand at this point no one will ever find. But those songs will be there if you do manage to to make it. Um Never can we ever sing that song normally again. Next time we go to New Core with seven seven supercharges. Guys, oh, <laughs> We will be doing. Gotta take your piwaka waka. Gotta take your piwaka waka out all day. We're gonna have to change the whole rhythm. We'll get a flap up on. 
Uh, and let the good times all woo <laughs> <laughs> oh Okay, so every <laughs> single episode we finish Ooh, with, with a hangover. hangover. And today's is Enroll to Vote. Vote.nz and birdoftheyear.org.nz. Your vote. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh my god.